want the world. Yeah, I want the world. Yeah, I want it all. Said I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. I'm coming to get it. Don't care what you heard. Don't care what you heard. I'm taking it all because I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. It's the best in the game. Best in the biz. About that time and you know what it is. Coming from Brooklyn, bringing that truth. Never gonna lie. Never gonna lose. Always on top. Keeping it steady. He'll make you tap out and you won't be ready. He got the suplex breaking your back. Now everyone in the world gonna listen to Taz. All right. Welcome, welcome, guys. Welcome, welcome to the Taz Show. You. What's going on? Hope everybody's doing good. Hope everybody's uh, rock and rolling, doing their thing. Uh, you know, I'm just spitting out content on a regular basis here. That's what I do. I just spit out content. That's a nice way to put it. But I wouldn't have that platform or those opportunities without you loving people. You know I love you. All you men and women out there that pull in my content on a daily basis, I appreciate that. We're on the cusp of 600 episodes of the Taz Show, so it's kind of crazy. Um, and it wouldn't happen without uh, you guys. Uh, so maybe you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts. Thank you there for that. Or maybe at radio.com on the site or the app. Or maybe uh, maybe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. you're pulling the Taz Show in. Thank you. Spread the word of the show. Obviously, if you don't mind, that'd be uh, much appreciated. Um, six, Almost 600 episodes and uh there's been a a young lady who's a successful lady who's been a big part of several of those 600 and her name is katie linendahl and i will catch up with katie in this episode she will be on this episode uh of the tash show katie linendahl special guest on this show so i'm really looking forward to catching up with katie i have not spoken with her in quite some time um, on the air anyway, a little bit here and there behind the scenes, but not much. She's been busy. I've been busy. So, um, you know, I do, I am looking forward to talking to her. Um, I uh, definitely for sure and see what she's up to. I really want to get her perspective, uh, you know, on what WWE and their big announcement about what they're doing with the um, evolution and WWE pay-per-view all women's event. At the Nassau Coliseum on Long Island Here in New York That's happening the end of October I want to get Katie's perspective As a big supporter of the wrestling industry um, And as a female And someone who knows many of The the the, the great women athletes And Stephanie McMahon And a lot of people in WWE uh, You know, Katie knows uh, several of these people Katie knows everybody, let's be honest, we know that She's dialed in, you know that <laughs> so, uh, uh, hey guys, if you or someone you know is concerned about a veteran, please call the Veterans Crisis Line. Confidential support is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, 365 days a year for veterans and their families. Simply dial 1 800 273 8255 and pressing the number one or using the online chat function on veteranscrisisline.net, or you can also text. 838255. So, uh, Veterans Crisis Line is available to all veterans, guys, even those not enrolled in VA healthcare. So, um, that's a very important thing there. Even those uh, not enrolled in VA healthcare, the Veterans Crisis Line is available to all veterans. Guys, please visit veteranscrisisline.net to learn more about recognizing signs of crisis, warning signs of suicide. And how to respond to a veteran loved one that might be in crisis. Again, the phone number 
800-273-8255 and press the number one or use the online chat function on veteranscrisisline.net or you can text 838-255. So as I was stating, I'm very much looking forward to talking to Katie. It should be a lot of fun. Should be a great chat. Um, I do. Uh, I do owe her an apology, and I will. I will give her that apology um, uh, once I have her on here shortly in, in this episode. You know. Um, uh, well, I guess I'll just talk to her about it. I do owe an apology, and, and I just want to. You know, I want. I guess I'll just do that while I have Katie uh, on the show here uh, in in a, a few minutes. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, something that I. That I need to do, and um, without saying too much about it right now, right here, and all that jazz. Um, hey guys, support for the Tad Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that the home plays a big role in your life and your family, uh, and that's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence that you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And it's simple, guys, allowing you to fully understand all the details. Uh, that you can be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you and or your family. And it's also convenient. And its trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at a touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time. Make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, and mortgage confidently. To get started, guys, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ, equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. That's a Rocket Mortgage. All right, guys, be right back with Katie Lindahl. Sit tight. Back here on the Taz Show, and well, listen, I promoted that this uh, amazing woman, one of the most intelligent young ladies you're ever going to come across, vivacious, genius, innovative, tech savvy. I used to tease her, call her Inspector Gadget. What an idiot I am! She's more than an inspector, and she knows about gadgets. Katie Linendahl, oh my God, my old my old homegirl. What's up? Yes, good to be back. Oh, Katie's back, baby. Yeah, back in better than ever. <laughs> oh man, it's been a long time. We have, you know, I, I said it in I the open. You, you might not, you know, didn't hear, it, but the thing is, like, you know, you've been so busy, I've been busy, and I've been keeping an eye on everything you're doing on social media. If if it's so hard because you're so busy all the time, but is everything going good? It seems like it. Everything is going great. Feeling blessed. Well, that's awesome. Listen, I also mentioned in the open that I wanted, I owe you an apology. So I didn't say in the open what that was. I kind of had a little hook. I didn't mean it as a hook for the audience, but I guess it is. Um, a while back on the Taz show, and I had a guest, and and it was my current broadcast colleague on my sports show, uh, Mark Malusis. And, you know, he said something. Uh, you know, we were talking about how, I don't remember how it came up, but how much you, you work and you're all over the place and you're so busy and you're on TV, you're on the radio, you're, you know, everything. And, and then he said something that, what I, you, you know, think I don't, would be a good thing. 
I think that I think it is a great thing, and I think he would admit it's a good thing because he does the same thing. <laughs> so that's a good place to be when you're working. I know, and 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 I owe you an apology, and it's long overdue because he said a word which I don't want to repeat. It. I mean, you know, it's just not a, it's it's an ugly word, like describing how much you are working and stuff like that. And and you know, I it's there's no excuse for it. I should have. I should have said to him, hey, homeboy, look, let's use a a better word to describe that Katie's working so much and she's all over TV and radio and print and she's everywhere on social media. And I didn't. And I don't know why I didn't. I I don't have an excuse. But, I, you know, I it it was it bothered me. And then on the sports show, like I was still a little annoyed that he said that word. And I I just, you know, and I don't I don't think at the time he realized I've talked to him afterwards. I think he knows, and it was wrong. And so on behalf of my show, I want to apologize to you. Apology accepted. Thank Moving you, Moving on. Thank, Thank you, you for friend. saying what you did just now, not previously, or lack thereof, but apology accepted. Yeah, I should have stepped up and said so. I don't know why I didn't, but, you know, live and learn. And you know, at the end of the day, I consider you a very close friend of mine and I respect you. I love you. You're the best. And I only want great things for you and your family. You know that. Oh, I appreciate that. No, we, we all make, we all make errors. It was a, a lapse of judgment uh, and it was so honestly just shocking and bizarre as to what was said because it was so inaccurate and off character for, for me, me being self-aware right. that it's like, let's all move on. You said what you had to say in terms of an apology and we move on from it. And I could tell you that he, I, I would assume he would reach out to you. He he feels bad. He realizes it was wrong. Even though it was a while back, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how long ago it I'm was. You know what I mean? I'm omnipresent, Taz. It will get back to me. What's it'll, that? I'm omnipresent. Like, I, I'm oh. going to hear about it. I'm going to, I know what's going on in all places at all times. You freak me out. You're scary. You're a little scary. I got to tell you. Um, <laughs> I told you that before. We were You're tiny, but mighty. <laughs> So I wanted to get your perspective uh, right out of the box from, and thank you, by the way, for accepting my apology. You didn't have to do that, but thank you for that. Um, it was a Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart moment, but I, uh, <laughs> I, I accept your apology. That's funny. Um, so as you know, right, Evolution, big WWE event at the end of October on, in New York at the Nassau Coliseum, um, all women's pay-per-view. I've suggested I mean, I'm very, I'm a big fan of this. I've done a podcast even before they made the official announcement. And I was saying that when they do do an all women's event, it should be all women, all women, all women referees, commentators. I suggested, uh, you know, Medusa or, you know, as many know her, uh, Lundra Blaze and also Lita should be the color commentators and maybe have Renee as the play-by-play person or Michael Cole, maybe as the only male presence on the show because, you need a lead play-by-play person who knows what they're doing. Not that Renee doesn't, but she's not Michael Cole. So meaning from being a lead, you know. Uh, but I feel every other talent, person, anything involved, even to the point of production people, I feel it should be all women. If you're going to say all women, let's do it. So, But anyway, I wanted to get your perspective just on the whole feel as a female and, and someone who's an athlete yourself and someone who is passionate about the industry. I am so pumped for this. And I think timing is, is spot on. I think, you know, watching this women's revolution happen over the last few years, this buzz, this milestone was kind of something we needed to kind of kickstart it all over again. 
and I like your thought process and just having this all female. I, I, I will say, I would love to see Ellsworth spoil it and come in at some point, just as kind of a bit. I think that would be That's hilarious. a great idea. That's a great, I didn't think of that. That's a good idea right, right there. <laughs> but to me, this whole process, it's not just about, what is it, October 28th, to be specific? Late uh, October. 26, 26, 26. It's oh, not oh, just I'm about sorry, the event, the event. Yeah. yeah, the event. It's the 28th, October 28th. Okay. It's not just about that date. To me, it's like the ramp up. It's like the journey to the destination, all the surprises that have to happen in the setups that have to happen to get there into bringing back the legends. And also just, I, I think there could be some huge ringers and whether that is, I mean, do you pull in an AJ Lee? Do you, does Eva Marie come back? There's so many names I could just. It's there, there are names, but let me, let me slow you down. So, you, you know, I don't want you to get too ahead of yourself. I, I, don't here, get, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but my point is it's as much about this ramp up to the, than it is to the actual event. So that's what I'm excited for most. Right. Okay. No. And I am too. And, uh, you know, I think, I think first off, and I've said this before publicly on on my podcast here, and I know you know this. There, there are. This is not like WWE is not breaking ground and being the first ever one to do an all women's big event. I mean, there's companies like Ring of Honor who has their women's division that's that's done this. TNA's done it. Shimmer's done it. There's there's a plethora of women's all women's uh, you know wrestling. The thing is, there's a big difference when WWE does it. No matter if you're a fan of WWE or not. They are the end-all, be-all. They're a publicly traded company, a multi-million, billion-dollar company, and they are the standard bearer. And 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 once they do it, then that's that. Um, then it's the real dealio. You know what I mean? Um, do you see this as a once a year? It, it's going to be successful. I mean, I don't think anybody's questioning that. But do you yeah. see this as an a, a now a new add-in to an annual pay-per-view event? I do. I think this is definitely, honestly. I think they're going to end. It's going to be so successful. I think they're going to end up doing two a year, meaning mm. two all-women events. They should. There's been for so many years where, for the most part, it's been all-male. I'll tell you what, even better than that, I'd like it to be two times a year where it's almost all-women, where it's the bulk of the matches. It's going to sound weird. The bulk of the matches are women, and then there's one guy match. You know why? Because that's how it's always been. It's always been all guy matches and one girls match. You know right or wrong? So wild about this, though, just from like a, a female fan perspective. I have grown up watching wrestling like my whole entire life. To, to have this conversation right now, I just have to take like a moment and like step back and think. Ten years ago, this would be so unfathomable. It's it's really it's it's mind blowing. It is. Don't you think? Yes, it is. It's monumental. Uh, it's a just a massive thing, and uh, it's a great thing. Um, you know, and I understand the power of women and, the, and women's movements right now, and in the world we live in, it's different than the world we lived in, in you know, years ago, obviously, which is great, not good. Even if it, I don't care when it was, I think the timing of this is great, and I think it's well overdue. I mean, I really think this, is, this well, should have been happened. I also like right. the opportunity for an Alundra or Alita or even a Michelle McCool to come back into that mix because it is so hot right now. Not to say that that era wasn't on fire, but in a different way. So letting those legends showcase, and they still got it. I mean, we saw it from a snapshot of Rumble. Like, put them in there. I think this is awesome to bring the icons back. Yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, know, I think it's going to be, look, first off, for them to do it, 
in the well, arguably the number one market in, in the country, in you know, in the United States is New York. And I understand it's Long Island, it's not Manhattan, but it's still New York. And New York fans oh, on Long York, Island, you're gonna down. get you're gonna get fans from all over all five boroughs of New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. You're gonna get people coming from all over the world into New York, into Long Island. So now for those that don't know, the Nassau Coliseum has been redone. I only live, quite frankly, about freaking, you know, 20 minutes from the Nassau Coliseum, so I see it all the time, <laughs> but they redid it, so it's, 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 uh, I've not been in it, but it's all refurbed and stuff, it looks different from the outside, it's very contemporary looking, it's kind of cool looking, uh, where it used to be like an old concrete, just basic round, you know, Coliseum, now it looks really, really sleek and cool, um, and so I do think they're going to get people, Katie, from all over the country and the world come right here. So my point in saying that is they're doing it in New York. So that, that shows. I think the, the you know how they love the mainstream press. And like me being on the mainstream press side, that, that's going to be covered heavily. And when you got names like Rousey in there, even more so, it's become such a it, – it's becoming so – I have to tell you just from sitting in network meetings when – Five, 10 years ago when I was at ESPN and I'd pitch something on WWE, forget it. I mean, it was like a huge stretch being sitting in sports center meetings and trying to get something in there that was wrestling. There was like always a niche of us people that loved WWE, but we faced our challenges. Now it's way easier to get in there and try to get something on the air. So it's interesting. It is. And there, you know, I, I, I do... I, I I think it's cool that Stephanie, uh, they obviously put, had her, you know, her dad was like, I'm assuming, you know, have her be in the front of this. So she should. She, the, she was the one. I mean, behind the scenes, I don't know what happened. Who was really the the person behind the women's revolution? I'm assuming it's Steph. My time in working there with Steph and Vince and, and, and Kevin Dunn and Triple H, you know, you you know they would lean on Stephanie a lot because hello she's a woman so you know and she's a mom um, she's educated it just you know it she she gets it and she knows the business uh, it's her lifeblood it's her family's business uh, since she's a little she, before she was born so <laughs> from her grandfather to her dad you know this is all this is, I don't want to say this is all she knows but this is what she knows this is her, her expertise and besides the fact of understanding the power of women and what Stephanie you know her. What she does in her charitable works and whatnot is is awe-inspiring in itself. But I think it's great that she was the one who actually made the official announcements in the ring on Raw. I agree. And I, I have to kind of just come in on that and, and not on the charitable side, too. What that woman does as a powerhouse CEO, her and I have chatted. Um, we both share a huge passion in pediatric cancer. I got to tell you, behind the scenes, what she's doing in that space and we bounced ideas off of each other, and it, it's really remarkable. And I, the balance that she has, just to your point, as a mom, as in uh, humanitarian work, but also to lead this this next wave. And I, I think it, it needed this pop right now. I don't know, subjectively speaking, the result that when the revolution first kicked off, like I said earlier, I think it was massive, but it needed a spark. And I think she's continued to like fuel that fire. Yeah, I think you're one million percent correct, and um, you know she, she she you know it's it's um I don't know it's just it's special. I, I remember you know and it's cool to talk to a female about this. I remember all the time um, uh, as a commentator that I remember that it was like it sucked because it was 
all of the female matches, the divas, you know, it was it was it was an eye candy thing. It was more it wasn't about the athleticism of the of the ladies. And it's so cool to see how the business um uh you know what I mean? Um it, Oh it's my so gosh, cool. from being a woman watching it too, I, this is awesome. This is yes. like athleticism at its finest. Like to watch Charlotte do what she does, it is insane. To to watch that level be hit on the female side, like yes, please more, like total athleticism at its finest. Yeah, it really is, and you know, it's they have the roster, they have they have the resources of of ladies from any of the girls from NXT. Uh, they're going to do the finals for the May Young Classic at the Evolution event, which I. I have to say I predicted. Um, <laughs> um, I I don't know. I I think that they have any resource that were any any girl outside, like you said, an AJ Lee. I didn't think of her. I didn't think of Michelle I mean, McCool. A long shot, but no, but still, I know you're right. But I mean, just hit me with like four or five. I'm not putting you on the spot. Three or four, whatever you want to do. Ladies of recent past, for lack of better terms, that you'd like to see in this oh. event. Oh my gosh! Can I throw in some ringers too? Just some wild cards. Yes, I am hoping you don't upcut something I'm doing soon. But yes, go ahead, my good lady. I'll give you my because you know I'm into the characters. That's always been my scene. I, I like. Yeah. Okay, so I definitely I, I, let's avoid the obvious because I think those are gimmies from like Alundra to. Yeah, well, I meant them as doing Jackson. color commentary. That's what Alita and, and Alundra. Obvious ones. Love to see the Glamazon. For nice, sure. nice. Yep. I'd also love to see. I'm going to give you a wild card off the bat. I'd love to bring in an ODB. Wow. Wow. Great one. Great. Not a good one. That's a great one. I love it. Wild card event, Nikki Cross versus ODB. Yeah. Throwing that out there. That'd be maniacal. Let me tell you, I worked with ODB and TNA for a long time. Uh, Not only is she super innovative and talented, she's highly intelligent. Funny as hell, by the way. I mean, she's as funny as you would think she is, but she's very sharp. And she was a lot of fun to work with behind the scenes, like do business with, you know, just being the same company. What I miss her. I, I forgot about ODB. She's great. Ah, that's a great call. All right. I, I think I want to definitely bring back on all red everything, which wearing nothing red. Eva Marie, but throw her against somebody like a Mandy Rose. Mm, I like it. I like okay. it. Yeah. And then I, I know we're not talking bracketology, but I think what's essential here is kind of the, I'd hate to see the event skew so much like, New school versus old school, right. but but a Survivor Series style of, you know, current versus like team team current, like an Alexa right. Bliss, Naomi, Mickey, Oscar, th- that type deal, versus right. like a Stratus McCool, Jackie, and maybe a Bella on each side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I I I, I definitely you'd have to. I mean, wouldn't you think the Bellas have to be involved because of the success like of their show, right? I mean, you could do a lot with them. Yeah, but I, I'd put one on each side because I think there's this like turn moment, and even Mickey James, where does she fall? Yeah, yeah. I have different ideas, which, as you know, I can't say here because I'm dropping a different podcast, and I, you know what I'm talking about. So I don't want people to think that I'm. How do I word that? Not telling you, that, you know. I, but you know what I mean. It's kind of hard to say, right? Because I have some stuff I'm doing very soon here that I'm dropping, so I don't want to upcut my own content, right? Yes, right? that's good tease. I like that though. <laughs> it's an accidental tease. <laughs> Can we but just touch briefly on 
what we think main event will be? Or am I spoiling something? Or can I just give mine? You're not spoiling nothing because I, I listen. I, I okay. I think. Oh, oh, I didn't finish my. I am also yeah, finish, full finish, for finish, a, finish. A, a karma appearance. Okay. I like that. And Molly Holly. Well, Molly for sure. Karma, I could see. Um, would you have her karma as karma? Well, she'd have to be not not awesome Kong. She'd have to be karma, right? I was actually yeah. thinking awesome Kong. Well, that'd but be that great, be, but just that. That'd, that'd, that'd be twice it, removed. Okay. That'd it would be, be but they own the karma name. That's the reason why I was saying, you know, um, they would probably go with karma, right? I would think. Um, yeah, you know, like the thing is, I main event, I kind of have a feeling what I think the main event will be. Um, and I don't want to, if you don't mind, <laughs> I don't want to get too deep yeah, into don't it. Don't get too much away. Here's the thing. I think the main event will be for the for the WWE Women's Tag Team titles. That's what I think is going to happen. I don't want to get too depth of it. That's what I think is going to happen. I know that as we speak and we record right now, there is no women's WWE Tag Team titles. The last time there were was in 1983. Okay, so I know that. It was the WWF Tag Team titles in 1983. But... I do think that that will come to fruition and they will have the finals or whatever. And, and I could see that happening. So if we could just leave that alone, um, is that cool? Yep. Yep. I, I was going in so a different direction. <laughs> What's that? I was going in a different direction. I, I think yours is the, obviously the smarter answer. I, I was seeing more of a, a, a championship event. Oh, one-on-one. I like yeah, that. Like, yeah. so you're saying like Charlotte versus uh, Ronda Rousey, something yeah, like that. A hundred percent. That's what I had. Yeah. I think that's yeah, what you, everybody has. Dude, you might be right. Um, th- th- that doesn't mean I have to write. I mean, it's all subjective. It's all opinions. You know how it is, right? Um, I, I could, you know, to your point, the reason why I could see that happening <clears throat> because it's a singles platform and it really galvanizes the event and galvanizes you know, let, let's say it's Charlotte who's the champ then or or whomever, I don't know, Sasha or Alexa Bliss, whoever it may be, or Ronda Rousey. I don't think Ronda's ready right now for a singles title, but she's definitely getting better and she needs to have the right resources in the ring with her, you know? Yep. Just her persona's phenomenal and she's doing much better. But, you know, she's really being thrown into, like, quicksand. Let's go get this thing going. It's hard. What she's being asked to do is not easy. Um and, and no matter how great of an athlete or an MMA fighter she is, it doesn't matter. That that's almost doesn't even – it almost hurts her because she's so used to playing legitimate defense and staying off her back and, and being protective where in this industry you have to give your body up to your opponent and trust your opponent completely where in the MMA Kev, world – Would you say as, as an expert though, like there's something about being athletic. Like maybe yes. this is so – you grow up loving sports and it's in your blood and you you know you play a ton of sports you can transition from basketball to baseball like you get it and you have that body and you have the mechanics for it or you don't and i feel like and again i this is so your territory not mine i'm not like qualifying myself as an expert in any capacity but seeing her in the ring and seeing her movement it's so athletic yes it's not just uh, katie it's not just her athleticism because you're right you're spot on it's it's the type of athlete her true roots are is from the sport of judo mm-hmm. okay so the logistics of what a, a judo player utilizes um 
a judoka, as they call it, is a lot of the elements of professional wrestling. When you learn how to compete or train in judo, you fall exactly like a professional wrestler. A lot of people don't know that. It's the exact falling. I, I that was my easiest transition to being a wrestler because I had a judo background, so I knew how to fall. That it's the same type fall. So that right there helped her. Not only that, her footwork, it, the footwork that you know in that sport of judo is very similar to different um, holds and exchanges and movements that pro wrestlers do. There's a lot of judo elements that play into pro wrestling. That's what helps her so much. Interesting. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that, but it's true. So um, that's a big plus for her, um, you know. So, but anyway, so I, 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 you could be, you could definitely be spot on, you know, because to do a singles one on one match really would set the tone at an all women's pay per view event. Where now, which title is it though? Is it the SmackDown title or is it the Raw title? What do you do? Maybe you do both. Hmm. You could, right? You could. I mean, another obvious title card is Sasha Bailey. I don't know how you get there. I mean, I guess you you easily get there from where you're at right now. But yeah, yeah, you have to- yeah. I, I think they would do them as a tag team. But I, I, I you know, you might be onto something with a singles match. Charlotte is someone, and you know this, Katie. Charlotte is someone who they attach the rocket to, and she's succeeding. You know, riding up to the moon on that rocket. She's doing great. So, you know, she, listen, let's talk about Charlotte for a sec, right? So, look, look, it's tough to argue that her dad is the the greatest professional wrestler who ever lived in the nature by Ric Flair. That shadow is so, had to be so difficult for her to shadow, and uh, a shatter, I should say. I got to tell you, she did. She did. She's it. doing great. I used to think of Rick when I saw her come out, like you know, when she first came into WWE. Whenever I'd see her wrestle, I thought of her dad. I, I don't think of her dad no more. When she comes out, right. I think of her. What 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 an obstacle to overcome. Oh my God. That's harder than just coming up from, from nowhere, really. You're damn right. <laughs> Man. That's it's pressure. That's accepted. You gotta get accepted. You got to be, I mean, extra rock, extra rock how hard it was to, to, to follow in his dad or his, his grandfather's footsteps. And they were big stars, but they were nowhere near Ric Flair's star power. The whole and that was hard. Flair, yeah. Yeah. Same for Randy Orton. It's tough. It's tougher for people as, yeah. You know what the thing is with second generation talent? The benefit for them is they have a foot in the door and they have a political in, so they're going to get the look quick. But that don't matter. You got to be able to pull the trigger. Well, look at Curtis Axel. Exactly. Well, he's doing better now, but it took a while. But now. You know, he's still there. <laughs> but you know, even the Wyatt. You know, I'm just saying, like Bray Wyatt, I should say, and 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 you know, it's just like this. There's several, several second generation talents, but it's you. You know, you have to. You know, you have to. Uh, you you got to be able to. You, there's a level of expectation. Randy Orton goes out when he first started. I remember. I remember traveling with Randy, me, Kurt Angle, and Brock Lesnar when Brock and Randy were young in the business in WWE and. And you know, you know, you could. It wasn't like Randy was freaking out about it, but you know, across his mind, he knew how great his dad was in, in Cowboy Bob Orton. And mm. you know, I'm talking about Randy was young, young, green, and look, he's become a massive star. It's hard, it's hard, you know. Yeah. So um, it's going to be a great event, though. Are you going to go to the event or what? I think so. That's awesome. Yeah. They're going like, to probably invite you. They, they, yeah. they love you. They love you. They, they don't like me as much as you. <laughs> I love you, Taz. I'm sure of it. 
You do great stuff for the business, obviously. Yeah, but I'm a little opinionated. They don't like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know that. They don't like that. Let's be honest. But um, <laughs> but I, I got to give my audience what I got to give them. You know, this is what I've been doing for going on four years. So, hey, listen, when they do great stuff, I put them over. And rightfully so. If they don't, I give my opinion. It's just one guy's opinion. You know, that's all. Whatever. Sure, you it, not change that. You don't need me telling you that. No, I know that. No, no. You, I just, you know, we've done, I, I really, I, I really, you know, that's one of the things that I miss about doing my daily show, the Taz show with the video and everything. Like when the visits you would make, you'd come up and I you'd have so much. Fun. those visits. I loved coming in there. <laughs> so much fun. Just jabbing each other. So and there's something about that dynamic. I mean, for, for anyone that doesn't like know the world of media and sitting there and talking when you're face to face and you're in the, the studio, you know, busting on each other. It's, it's so fun. Uh, so, and I mean, we, uh, I would, we'd finish a show and I'd hang out there for another half hour, hour. Yep. Yep. I know. Oh God. And yeah. And then I was trying to, to, to do some different things with the show. It didn't work out the way I wanted, but you were really trying to help me a lot. So I want to publicly thank you for that. You were really instrumental in trying to, you know, it just, you know how it is with business. Sometimes even if you got the goods and everything's there, it's, sometimes it just don't happen right or wrong. Yeah. You know, you've, you've lived that. I say it's no A to B, no matter what job you're taking in life. Forget it. It's, it's not a straight line. I know. Well, you're, you're traveling soon, so I don't want to hold you up too long. Do you want to share where you're going? What are you, what are you up to now? You're going up to, towards the New England area. I yes. Heading up to Boston. I go back and forth to Boston quite a bit. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. You got, what are you on a business up there or something? What are, what's going on up in Boston? Just kidding. <laughs> Here's the Sorry. exact location I'll be at for the next four I'm and a half days. Teasing, I know. I won't do no. So where exactly? What's the address? I will put it on GPS. Oh my gosh, no, it's totally cool. <laughs> like Taz, shut up. No, that's <laughs> no, well, look, I know you're going to be back here on my show very soon. Yeah, I know. That. Looking forward to. It. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to get the band back together, dude. I know. I know. Look, I, I really, I, I would love you for you to come on the podcast with me every once in a while just to talk wrestling. I love your perspective. It's not just a female perspective. And you it, see I how know many times the Taz fans blow up my stuff. It's so awesome. I hear from them. P.S. Can I just say in one sentence, I was doing a very serious technology press conference and someone was asking wrestling questions. Oh. <laughs> God, I'm sorry. <laughs> and it wasn't just one question. And I'm like, oh, I answered it all seriously. Like, you know, it, there was a follow-up question. It was awesome. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. I Taz just... fans so loyal, and I have so much respect for it. And, you know, some Taz fans, they hate me now and love you more. How about that? <laughs> no, they don't. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> You're stealing my fan base, for damn sake. Oh, What's going gosh. on, lady? That's oh awesome. my god well look yeah the band is back together just you and i um but no we we gotta do something soon seriously i mean um soon yeah that'd be De- great, definitely for sure. and and hey you know, talking about the freaking uh evolution the the old woman's pay-per-view event at the end of october right the coliseum i'm just thinking out loud 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 you should be doing something at that event yeah i don't know we'll see you should we'll see you should it's a it's a right up my alley female female yeah. right there. Dude, you're a musician. You're a, look. You have everything. You could do everything except wrestle. No offense, you're not a wrestler, right? <laughs> no. You're not a wrestler. But I, I mean, if you train, you probably could be. But 
I think I, you I need think to do something to replace someone's thing. entrance. Tazzy, you'd be proud. You'd be proud. Of what, in the gym? Week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I see the video. I see Instagram. You got abs. You're ripped. You're always training. I, I, dude, I, your Instagram, I, and I mean this in a nice way. It's going to sound very mean. I get a headache looking at it. It's you. You are traveling the world. I don't know how you travel. You have to be a million mile away, at least two or three airlines. Oh, it's. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's to the point where oh, I hate to say this, but they hold the plane for me. Like that's my mileage at this. Like wow. I'm always running late. It's not my strength. Always running late for the plane. I the the name doesn't go over the announcement too much anymore. It's just hold the plane, and I'm like, dang it, I hate to be that guy. Yeah, I have some miles put on, dude. I don't know if people realize unless you, anybody listens. This travels a lot. I used to travel a, a ton. It's very difficult to become a million miler. It's very hard. Nevertheless, with more than one airline, mm-hmm. that is a mm-hmm. lot of friggin' traveling. I'm telling you that right now, a lot. Well, and so. it's exhausting on your body. I don't want to. You know how that is. I I, I yeah. hand it to the wrestlers. I don't know how they do it and just to compete off of that travel schedule. It's nuts. Just, you got to pound beers and vodka on a regular basis. Oh, no. I'm joking. I'm teasing. All right. So <laughs> I'm joking about. horrible. I know. That's just not PC. Um, all right. Anyway, look, uh, go ahead. Go catch your flight. Do your thing. Um, we're going to talk very soon. Okay. We're good. All good. Thanks, man. All right. Look, so let's seriously, I'm going to hit you up soon. I want you back on here. Like soon. I like it. I'm in. All right, Katie, I'm not looking at it. This is a very bad job as me as a host. Please tell people your Twitter and your Instagram. Oh, I'm sorry. You. No, I, I appreciate suck. that. At Katie Linendahl, super easy. And uh, my website's katielinendahl.com. Website? Yeah. Oh, my God. Who even has a website well, because anymore? I'll, here's the thing. If you, I do a lot of TV stuff, so I put it all on my site, too. So if you want to catch any really cool tech segments, like that's my world is all things technology and gadgets and first looks. So it's all there. You are so cool. All right. <laughs> Um, I Katie, look, it's been great catching up. You seriously, I miss you. Heart you, miss you. Heart you. That's well done. Emoji Jones, I got it. All right, Katie, thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon. All right. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's the great uh, Katie Linendahl right there. Uh, always, always busy. Always in. People need to u- utilize her in their work field, whatever they're doing. No matter if she's doing, uh, if she's doing inspirational speaking or public speaking, I should say, and whatever what she's doing, she is uh, always, always uh, needed, and she's everywhere from the Today Show to wherever, wherever you know, TV, radio, wherever you're going to find Katie, and it's great to have her on here. Uh, and I, I'm looking forward to talking to her again uh, really soon. So, guys, thank you for checking out this chat with Katie Lindahl and myself. And hopefully Katie comes out again real soon to support her on our social platforms. Guys, thank you so much. I'm Taz Janat. I'll talk to you soon. Said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people like to fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten.